0: This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit EshelPublications.com. Today is the Palatanya. Its yard site is um, Kokdalatavis um it's it's a story it's more of a per- more than one person it's an incredible um it's an incredible tkufa um with with a a very pivotal point in caly's earls um existence first uh, i guess a little background um Tzvi lived in the 1600s and he, um, he whipped up Kallah Yisrael to an extraordinary religious ecstasy, and people followed him. He, in, in 1660s, he became an, a Muslim. He shamed himself, and uh, it was a very devastating period. And they died in 1670s, sometime. And Kallah Yisrael had been burnt very, very badly by somebody who a was charismatic, b. Whipped up people's emotions religiously. C was into Kabbalah, Lat, and, and, and Geula, and bending and making playing all sorts of games with halacha and so on. So there was still a tremendous um, shock of it. In 1698, the Baal Shem Tov was born. Um, he died in 1760. As long as the Baal Shem Tov was alive, there wasn't that much he snagged us to him. Baal well, Shem it was small. It was a small-time operation. He left over a few Talmidim. The two major ones was the Toldes Yaakov, um, the, the Toldes Yosef, um, Rabbi Yaakov Yosef in Polno, and Toldes Yaakov sorry. And he, um, and also I guess the more main Talmud, the one that I think had produced many more Talmidim, was the Magid Mezrich um above son. The um in seventeen forty five the um the was born. Um his name was Almer Reborch and he was a brilliant child. At the age at by Mitzvah age there's a notation in the in the um towns Pincus, that he's recognized as one of the um, one of the Tamil of the town in an in, in equal. In other words, he was considered to be at that age already to be a Very, very brilliant. At the age of 15 he married a wealthy family, so into a wealthy family, a very also somebody from Vitebs. Um, by the age of 18 he finished Shas and poiskim, Rishayim, Nachrayim, and everything. His children write it in his Akdam and Shacharach. He wrote to his Shacharach, we'll see soon, at the age of 23. Um, and he started learning Kabbalah. And at the age of 20, he felt he needed to find some Derek in life, something more. And he had a choice to go to Vilna and to learn with the, the giant of his door or to go to Mizritz. And to learn by the market. and to quote him, he said, "I had a choice for Rebbe for learning or Rebbe for davening, and I chose to go with the Rebbe for davening." And he went to Mizrach, and he became turned on to chassidus. His his father did not like his father owned him. He was very, um, but he was very dovok in the market. He was there for a year and a half straight. They went home. he Was married already. Came back again, and basically he um, he stayed with the Maggit as long as the Maggit was alive. The um, the Magid was nifted a few years later, and his Talmidim, who were the famous the name LeMelech and Reb and the Kozner and they all they split up Europe. Each one took a different section. That they would be marvetsther there marvets tersaxidus uh, and so on the um Reb, in in what was called white russia which today is a country um and the capital is minsk it's to the east of lithuania it's kind of um deep russia in some ways the um lithuania and uh, white russia especially specifically white russia Became under the Reb Nachman and Reb from Reb- Reb- They they became the the Rebus of that area. Um, Re- the the Balatanya Zalman, had a uh, suffix Maybe he, he was big enough to possibly have become that position, but he was younger and he deferred to Reb Nachman tepsk the Prioritz, who was considered his. Um, he considered him his elder. This l- th- he was there for f- four years from Nahman Vitebsk, and he decided that he's going to make Aliyah together to Avro Mikhalas, and, and they took a whole group of Chsidim and they went out to Artesrol. This was the 1770s, about three, four years after Magaduz Nifta. The, um, they went out to Artesrol, they settled for fast, they went to Tveria and they thought that they would run Chsidis in Europe. In, in in white russia and so on remote control from etz they were not interested in giving up the the rebistva the and they were still the rebbes um, it didn't work all that well and the chassidim felt abandoned so they made three rebbes together they made like and two others they should sort of be like ambassadors and they should run things in lieu of the Rebbe's, but the final say will be the two Rebbe's Nazi Stroll. Reb Nachman of was nifter a few years later, four years, four or five years after Merdelia, and Reb was left in Stroll. and the one or two of the others that he associated with was also nifter. And basically, Reb Zalman moved into being the sole, uh, the sole um, rebbe in that area. In, in White Russia, which was a, a huge swapla in White Russia, parts of Russia, other parts of Russia, Lithuania, he, he became the de facto rebbe. Um, we'll see later that this caused a lot of issues and problems, but I want to focus more on his DeRech and Avodah. Bal-tanya himself was introverted person. He was a quiet over Hashem. That Saturn learned with tremendous like We saw he wrote his in in when he was twenty-three maybe, his Rebbe, the, the Magid, asked him to write a for Balabatim. He wrote the Rab Shoharakh at that age. Rab Shohar is an incredible work. It, it it's it's a work that Snofsky used to used to be Medayik in Hilchus Pesach, Pesa, Hampshachim. He said that was the sefer. It's a safer where he sort of takes the shock of the Shocharach and the Nisakalim. He, and he and he, he writes it out as a single halacha with tremendous diuk, and 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 it's incredible work for a 23 year old young man. It it stands the mishabura brings the rav sholmaroch almost as much as any other sefer that he quotes. I think maybe the guy in his own quotes more. Some say it's because he wanted him to use it, but 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 the haracha for that sefer. I mean, it's 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 an incredible sefer. And he wrote it at 23. He was a phenomenal Masmid and a very and a, and a person lost in his thoughts he wasn't given so much to reaching out to people he didn't want to become Rebbe it wasn't interested to become Rebbe he didn't want to become Rebbe he didn't want to be bothered but he became Rebbe and he drew a tremendous people who were very attracted to him and in his, in his heyday there might have been 80 to 100,000 chasidim strewn out all over that area that were his chasidim. what was his derech navetis Hashem like hada yishtalavek a derech um, it was very very different than other chesidim extremely different what was the same was that there was a need to be Hashem in other words just learning and keeping the mitzvahs is missing Av and Yira and that has to be dealt with that has to be that's, that, a, has to, a person has to focus on it that way how do you do it so he held that a any emotional um, stimulation of yourself is is false it's it it, it you just you know it's it's very easy. You take a drum you take a guitar you bang you bang and you and you're in a and you're in a singing and dancing you're worthless the only way to become um, turned on in a meaningful way to Hashem, Hashem is by deep hezbaninus the hezbaninus needs to be not in outside things but in HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be in about HaKadosh Baruch Hu the only way to do that is to have a handle in it, it was a chilek of Kabbalah that he took and moved over into a whole limud with the atzmai, he extracted from Kabbalah certain yosaides that he felt dealt with the person's experience in experiencing Akadosh Baruch and closeness, and and the person needed to to learn these nyanim, to be mizbein in it, and to be turned on by it. That was real avodas Hashem so he created a whole mahaloch of terminologies and ideas and the the, the Hashem would 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 consist of learning through a mimer of his or or you know that type of mimer being misamic and misboning in it until the person became emotionally turned on from the inside not from the outside um the the, uh, the 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 usually, in other words, the, the, the type of focus was an under- <coughs> understanding how Hashem Baruch is the entire world. His his basic nekuda is that every single person has an Imshim every single Yisrael has in himself a neshama, a that is only turned on by things that are a that you don't know, that what you need to do is simply harp on the ideas, and then the shama gets turned on by itself, and therefore sitting and, and working through a mimer and and the and the type of flavor the Mimer would come to the type of point was usually how a and everything and everywhere suffused with likus and and um and so on. And, and and a person would become it's like when you're close to a fire you catch fire also a person would become totally totally saturated with that and would turn on the typical limud um the the old time habad when they worked on these things when these things was was the core of, of the of the inyanim was people would sit and learn through these inyanim and until uh, on, they would sit and learn on a maimah before davening for an hour or two the mamarma are usually very long and, and complex with not, not easy at all, he was, he was uh, a very very brilliant uh, person and, and the, the mamarma are deep and difficult and you it through it and when you really sweated it out y- y- you would be turned on that was, that was, so somebody described one sitting in a told me from Ruskanim the and they would sit without much movement going through a maimah and then you would see them sort of turning red and becoming sort of excited. And then that was time to doubt. That was that was the, the the Um I'm I forgot to mention this in the start, where do, where do I know these things from? And you know, was one of the most reliable sparms. The most famous safe is something called Base Rebbe by somebody Hillman. That's the that was a classic. He's a bit of a chassid, uh, he's a chassid, so there are some things there that are you know um more night a little bit to Moivsim, but not much it's part of the mahalach is not to be involved with Mahalachim. there's a sefer called the Rav Miliadi written by somebody 1900 a person with a chassidish event but not Chabad somebody named Heidelbaum. um they have most important a, a lot of letters that are left over a lot of igris and you can learn a lot from the igris so those are, so so the, the the points that he makes in the letters are as follows, and and first of all, he writes that davening be or be slavus is the most important thing, and he writes this in, in the Sefer Tanya. We'll speak about it in a minute. In the Sefer Tanya he writes, the the children added some of the letters in the back. It's called Igor's Kaidish. And the first letter that they, that's there, he writes about um, how it's important to dab well. And the people dab quickly, he's very upset with. And he says, and therefore, he says, anyone who's sitting and learning, um, people who have the time to learn, you're light, and so on. Um, people those people he expects to dab in Shachris. an hour and a half every weekday. they should be the one to in for the omit. And he says, Shabbos Yonti when everyone has time. And Ad-Rabbi says that Balabatim should be spending more time davening, he says. And there should be at least an hour for Pesuk Dezimra. That's what he writes. He says, okay. I want to tell Avibari, I'm going to send out spies and every minion. I'm going to send out spies and every minion. People have the time to daven and they, barichus and they don't do it, they're too lazy. He said a lot of people enjoyed his mamarem, he was very deep and very intellectual, but davening wasn't the type of thing they really liked. So he said, I will send out these spies and if I find that they don't daven that they don't Daven the way they should daven, spending an hour and a half on a normal chakras, in some place he writes without write just chakras itself. Then when they come to hear the Mamorim, I will send them packing. I don't I don't want to have to do it there. That was so he was very marked with Anarich Betfila, Kavana, many letters against walking back and forth in the um, talking before davening, certainly talking during davening, joking around, v- a lot, a lot of letters, very, very strong. Davening should be a very serious long affair with his lovers, and so on. There was one important Nikuda that he constantly stresses. A second thing that he writes a lot about is learning. Um, he, 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 The people who want to have a special catch with him, his Cheyda, what he called, you, you have to know Bavli and your Xiaomi, and Sifre Mechker and Sifre Kabbalah they were extraordinarily intellectual um, but the Hamreinam he kept writing that they should learn every day they must learn, they must have a Seder in Halachan they must have a Seder in Agoda and so on and so forth quite a bit about that letters about that the the sefer that he wrote they have mostly sort of put together the elementary uh, uh, points of his avoid is called the Tanya, it starts with the word Tanya um, it's fifty three Prakim and then there's additional stuff a little bit. there's Sachuva and there's uh, and then there's collected different uh, igress they uh, they attached it to it and so on. But the basic point in the Sefer is that Avedas Hashem is arousing an ashamma that's inside you, that it's all his and it go and he goes to a lot of different his about how to what to think and 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 so on. And that was the avoided way he saw it. He, um, and, and he would and he had a lot of he, he drew a tremendous following. He had a tremendous chush nigina, usually nigina without words and, and um, very deep and, um, and and that was the chasidus. He um, the next twenty five years or so were terrible years for the chasidish movement from the 770s onwards, people did not like them to start with. As they gathered steam, the Hesnagdus started growing tremendously. And being that he lived, <coughs> the, the Baltanian lived in White Russia, and in, 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 in the areas that were close <coughs> to <coughs> Lithuania, and that fell under his sort of area, the biggest Hesnagdus came from the Goyen in Vilna. And they made tremendous reliefers against the Hesidim. They they published letters in charamim and 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 in different places they gave people m- malchus publicly for belonging to Khsidim and there was hitting and there was a lot of lot of stuff going on. The main tainas were as follows, as as much as you can gather. I mean, there's a there was a lot written, a lot of a lot of broadsides. Um, first thing was they used to make their own shuls, their own communities, and broke away from existing communities, being that in those days. The strength of a Kehillah was the Rav And the Rav could put down the law of the land and say this is what people should do and shouldn't do. And then somebody comes along and makes himself a shtibel that's not beholden to the to the rav. That that that's destroying Kehillahs One. Two. They changed Phyllis radically. And and that's very I mean, it, it, the, the, in in Yisrael you, you didn't do things like that. Uh, and it's it smelled of very, very similar to Shapzitzvi. In other words, also you come along and you'll pick know, a you change the davening in, in just, just making the, it's not, There were changes. that happened gradually. There'd be one tachanin in a the town. There'd be a certain change, a minute. this, that. Some c- come along and change the davening because you want to daven a with a different nussach completely um, and make your own shul. And, and and it was it was tremendous. There was tremendous amount of trepidation. This is, this is we're, we're back again to square one. This, you know, the, the 50, 60 years have passed and we're back again to where we started from. That was a, a second reason. A third reason was that there, are um, because in some ways they, they had issues with, with the Rabboni and rabbanis, and some of the Chassidish Sfarim, like the toldus especially, um, wrote very sharp things about Rabbonim. and it was again it was a bizarre Torah it was undermining the authority of Rabbanim and you know the halach is there's a lot of of for being the in they they also gave this ruach off of that learning terror <coughs> is not so important and that that you know a lot of the people learn Torah, balagayev, bala this, balad that, and it's, it's, it, and it became like you you'd have a the person who, who basically did nothing, but 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 uh, drank lechayims and talking about learning Kham with, with vile and coarse shyness. that was something that that gave a tremendous amount of a snagdus. There was the issue of. The activities, the more Pashut Hamayim Am, had very coarse activities. They would drink a lot. There was some of the Kaliski They had this—I uh, don't know what it was. They would do somersaults in the street, sort of. I, I, it, was, it was like a na type thing. And I'm serious. And, and, and it was, you know, the the the, the Goyen said it's a Pekina Balpa'or. I said, that's what he said. You know, the the, the way they, they the somersault. He said it's 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 a Nitzitz of Balpaor. Um, that was, of course, there, there were some finer tinness also. There was a tainer on the, on the ideology, and this is where the Tanya came under um, a lot of uh, accusation. When you talk about how Kalish Baruch is Kala and akadosh baruchu's presence suffuses everywhere and there's no place removed from akadosh baruchu and even the most tomatica place akadosh baruchu fills it um, you scratch your head and you say okay so that means i can go to a mockum and still consider sakadosh in in some of the Baal Shem tov's quotes there was a sefer called um tzavos harivosh with, 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 it, it, it wasn't a or it was more like collections of saying the things. So he writes something along these lines, and this was not, this was not atypical. That if you hear somebody, for instance, say something bad, Lashon Hara, whatever it is. So what you're supposed to think is, why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu make me hear this Lashon Hara? Because I should learn a lesson for myself so in effect akadosh Baruch is the one that's saying that that's the that's the way it's written which again taken the wrong way it means that averis are no longer averis it's all akadosh baruchu akadosh Baruch Hu is so and that's that's uh, uh that crosses over a line into allowing people to have various with, with with lishma whatever it is and um, then there was a lot of things about Use Kabbalah usurping Halacha. You know, a yid is supposed to be busy with What's the Rebbe doing? The Rebbe is dominating, is learning, he's giving tshuva, this. But then we say the Rebbe is busy being malanitzaitzis and he's busy making tikkunim and he's busy this and busy that. Where is this coming from? Well, what kind of thing is this? I mean, the goyin had it was 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 totally immersed in kabbalah but he, he he what he did all day long was was halacha was was mitzvahs and um, tikkunim he whatever tikkunim did it was between himself and the rabbi shalom he had no sheikhs. that wasn't the public fear of it it became it, it's like you're opening up a whole new culture of things going on there were not um that were Extra halachic, uh, out of out of any shaykes to anything that we know as being tarry and those were reasons. Those were reasons why it aroused this snags. There were also people who loved these things, and they loved. And they get angry, and they get upset, and they love to make trouble. And those people were always involved in both sides, and um, and they stirred up the pot. So in those years, they, uh, they started this nagdus in a big way and they made this haramim and one of the reasons why the Balatanya, the Chassidim were beginning to become very depressed and they wrote to the role that they need somebody because they can't, they're just basically, um, they're dissipating. So they made, at that time, they made the Balatanya to be the one to hold the together they felt that he would become sort of a um, just a kind of deputy a, a, they, they went they were drawn to him and they forgot about the Karlske in wasn't their thing anymore and they stuck with him and that created some some great amount of friction in these years um, he was busy the Bal- the, 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 the being being besides developing the chesidim being mechazic tremendously. Um, they were constantly being near deaf, and in the places where they were minority, they really, really got the short end of the straw. It was really bad. Um, and he never allowed them to fight back. He, 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 he kept on writing letters that only Darkish Shalom, and he writes certain letters. He was willing to compromise a rabbi in a town who was very upset about making a different meaning. He said, You know what? Take it down with you, take it down you your nussach. But just let them dab by richos and with and with Koyle and Bene Emus, Very, very it's it's fascinating that in his letters, vis a him he's always taking the, the positions, better to be the nerdiv than the right of. Um, about the Goyen. He calls him Hagoyan Achosid and he um, and and refuses to hear anything bad about the Goyen. The Goyen team was was certainly at least the way he writes it, Khajjus Kadashim he tried twice to go into the Goyen, and once the Goyen just didn't let him in, the second time there was a lot of pressure on going to let him in, the Goian just left town and wouldn't come back until he was gone. The Goyen did not want to have anything to do with him. The Goyen held that it's also to speak to these people. They're minim, they're Apikarsim, and it could be th- there were more pragmatic reasons. I can only guess it doesn't um, the, the Goyen felt no one's going to convince each other. He's not going to be convinced by them, and they were not going to be convinced by him. But what they, whatever, once you meet somebody, they'll say over that the goyen agreed to this or to that or the other thing. And that's why the goyen was very, very, he did not want to deal with them. He didn't think that they, he could change their mind. They didn't think he would change his mind. And therefore, um, he would just, um, it, it, it would only be a loss for for what people said. Like this, no one can say that I met the goyen and he said, the Chassidim actually had a ploy. They had somebody go around from town to town and he was a very mysterious person, he wouldn't want to say who he is until they got out of him that he's the son of the Goyan, and the Goyan has terrible charata that he fought with the sidim, and he really took back his letters and letters of Missouri. and The Goyan found out about it. He was furious. He wrote a, a sharper letter and and sent it around to all the towns that, you know, he he doesn't he's not retreating one step from it and, and sheker and so on and so forth. Very, very, very sharp um he, he snagged us, But the Balatanya never ever um, replied back in any sharp way, and they snugged and Snagdim, He took always the 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 the, the, the tag of being the nerdif not the if and they grew. Chasidim, the Chasidish community grew tremendously. People were attracted by a vibrancy of it, and and the fact that it it offered a religious experience of a type that there wasn't, it didn't exist, that type of being Davuk, between the tefillah and, and everything else about it, it was very, very strong S- um, as he was getting more more the Balatanya was extremely annoyed by having people come to him so much he he, he needed his time his seder ayurim was mufladik he would dab until two in the afternoon would drink coffee, then he would um, take in people. Then he would sit and learn most of the night. He would sleep between six and nine in the afternoon, and that was it. And 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 he was davening or learning all day and working with people. And that was his that was his day. He was an extraordinary Eiver <coughs> Hashem, And he writes letters. He made tons of Takanis. And a lot of these letters that he writes are they were called takannes liyazni because that was the town where he was. People should not. Come to him once. Once a year they should come, not more than once a year. Um, they they can only come on Shabbos and Vechim. They have to they have to stay two or three weeks at least before they can get in. In other words, he doesn't promise getting in. You know, under two weeks or so. And he, he has checking out who's coming, who you know, who came already, who's coming. Very, very, extremely, extremely. Uh, harried by all the people wanting to be uh, bechidus, and and a lot of the letters of takonis and more takanes and more eliminating it. He has an incredible letter that it's also published in in Igros This is part of the, today they learn it as part of Tanya, but it sounds I mean especially taking it, seeing what chabad is today. Um, th- this letter is incredible. He says Ahuvai, Achai Verev migula. Um, like, that's a phrase. It means, it, it, you know, I have a, a deep ava in my heart, even though I'm, I'm saying to Let's argue. Think back to the doris. says where do you find this minig or shine of Leo is minhog vetikon lishol be eats a gashmis kiddas malasis beana oila magashmi avlodol chakme israel or shine him. where do you find people coming to Tanah asking which business to invest in and which doctor to use? Never heard of. Ashakol Raza honest lo and the hero he says the only neviim like Shmuel and Novi where they came to be derish on the varus it says that that's what he can, but he says. Um, but but Chachamin, where does say have <coughs> any advice to offer on, on, on different things? And he's and, and he says and it, it's it's absurd, it's ludicrous, but he says it's it's just because people are so mishuked about the Nyaram Gashmir that they think that that I can help with that also. I wanna tell you I can help me, it's the wrong place to ask these things, you know, bug off very, very strong, and he writes this constantly. He doesn't want people coming come to ask him about Gashos, he's only going to be magic people in Ruchnius, and that's what it's about. It's fascinating also, his whole, I mean, that's what he lived. He has a lot of letters about Eretz and this is uh, also very, very interesting, just to see how sometimes things don't change all that much. Um, in his times like we said there was a, a of, of a group of that came to Israel and they moved to they lived first in Tzfas a little bit and then to Tveria his rabbi, the Kalosk uh, with, with, with Reb Nachman and a, and a group of Chassidim they needed to be supported Israel was never able to support people they needed to be supported from Chutz Laretz. Um so they had a whole collection system of all of the people in, um, in, in Europe, each section supported people that came from that section. So the Balatanya was made head of White Russia, Valin, and so on, that they should collect all the money and send it out there. A lot of letters to more people to send money and stockers. But you see also the practical aspects. People, you know, they would collect money and then was sitting around in the garbage place and they, and they would borrow it. Or the town would borrow it. So he writes a terrible issue to borrow it. Then they would sometimes people would pay once a year and once a year it's a big sum, they couldn't pay it. So they would keep they would keep pushing the guy off, come back next week, next week. He, and he makes the, the connexion send every week. And there were all sorts of rumors about people misappropriating the money. And he, he, he's very, I mean, letter after letter after letter. But what I find fascinating is... <coughs> You know, normally when you write a letter about collecting money or something, you're sort of business like. This is what we need and this and that. Every letter starts with a long Mimer Sidis. Um about this inyan and that Indian and this Pussic and the same type of mimer, and then at the end he, he, he writes what he wants to write. And the, the 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 um the the gap between how obscure the beginning is, it's kind of really deep things. And then he then he switches the practical about where the money should go to and who should handle it, how they should handle it terribly certain if somebody misuses it this way if you misuse it that way it, it, it's very fascinating the combination of the practical and, and the not practical so this went on for the, I guess the, the towards the end of the um, 17, the, end of the 1700s in 1796, uh, 1797 the Garden was Nifta and, and there was a group of Chassidim that made a big Yante when he was Nifta uh, the um the misnagdim used it as an excuse to bash them and wallop them and a real war broke out the, the feeling was that somehow as long as the grandma's life his chus was there that it shouldn't go past a certain point even they wrote to be ready at them communal defense but there was a in 1798 they um there was one of the big misnagdim was somebody named Rebbe Vigda he was the Rebbe Pinsk Rumor had it because the Chassidim took over Pinsk and sort of, it, they shrunk his rapuness, he was upset. He was one of the, he was the big fighter. He had the Balatanya arrested. I, in Russia, when you get arrested, it was a one-way street. It, it, oh, that was, it's, 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 that's a proud Russian tradition of, of centuries. It's not been, that wasn't communist. <laughs> the Balatanya was a very big Chacham and when they brought him to the to the castle wherever they kept him he wanted to know if anybody ever left alive so he asked the guard if um when people leave is Dominic to tip him not well because he said i see you do such an important job <laughs> so the guard told him of course he said everybody who leaves gives me a very handsome tip and so on so he first of all figured out people leave and secondly that that it is good to promise him a tip it's you know it's a it won't hurt he was there a few months, and basically, the questions, the gov- what was the government's interest? The, the, basically, they told the government he's building a movement, um, a very big movement with thousands and hundred thousand people. That was one accusation. Two, his religion is is kind of skewed, and he's feeding people all sorts of nonsense. He has bad things to say about Goyim he's sending money to Israel, which belonged to the Turks who at various times were at war with the Tsar and so on, that was another accusation those were the accusations basically um, they, they interrogated him and they found him to be innocent, not clear how much it cost to find him innocent but they, they found him to be innocent there was a lot of money collected for Pityan Shavuim and so on um, There was arrested then in 1800 they rearrested him a second time um and again it, it, it's it, i mean from the from what i could gather from from what people found in records and so on it was a combination of his impression that he made was extraordinary people were taken by him he looked like a ishala his whole surah was 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 extraordinary and uh, and basically the the, the, the tainous, he answered the Tinus very well um, and that was it. And, uh, it, and I assume money also played a big role. I, and, and he was freed the second time. And then the people against him were arrested. They, 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 the they, they, they Chassidim, um, massed on them that they stole money. It, it was, it was a terrible tefufa of, of back and forth and so on. But it's interesting. That began to slowly, after 1800, um, that battle began to die out. And the Balatani himself w- was was became actually very friendly with a lot of the big misnagdim, big rabbonim, and his grandson later, Zemer had to he, 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 with all the rabbonim, He was he was he was uh, a giant, and and he was considered one of them. That machlokas was basically um, cast aside. There were two other machlokas and terrible internal machlokas, and again it's, I guess, important to speak about because people should not think these things are new, and these things happen and th- he wrote it in his letters he had a habit of writing, I mean he would write these letters very publicly to Balatanya um, about, you know, when he felt he needed to clear his name his Rebbe, the Kaloska turned against him um, very harshly the, 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 the part that seems to be ideological is the shita when he came out with the Tanya the Tanya came out in 1798 approximately that, that year the the, um, the Kaliska was ghost, and he said this is the furthest things from Chassidus that I could imagine this is the exact opposite of what the Rebbe taught us the V'al Tov taught us Amuna should be pashit, the Hamoyin Am should not be taught anything, they should be told to believe in the Rebbe and Amunah Pshuta and, and simcha and that's it. What, what are you doing? What are, what are you taking Kabbalah and exposing it to the masses and, and getting and telling everybody that thinking and thinking and thinking brings it to It's it's wrong, wrong, wrong. He says, I'm Alamitzhusan, you're, you're a very terministic a person. You said all your life in your Dalam is sitting and learning and and you know kind of don't know what goes on. But let me tell you I have experience with Chassidim, It's the wrong tack There were also uh, like all the the people around the would told them, you know what? He took over the throne and abdicated, and you out. He he, he You know, he, he took it away from you. He stole it from you. And you know, if if you talk a lot, there so, so, so there was a big blow up, and then there was the, there was a little bit of a, a rapprochement, and then there was a blow up again, and basically, they they split. The Kalos could, uh, said he doesn't trust him to send money to Israel. He made his own people to collect money and they collect. And Chabad had its own issue of the went to Hebron. And there was a parting of ways never to be reconciled. And that was extremely, extremely devastating. You know, it's, a, it's, it's somebody who was sort of a Rebbe figure. It was very difficult. There was the, 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 um, the Baal the Balshemtav had a grandson, a Baruch Mezbiz, who had a Rebistva. And they got into a fight. And again, the Balatanya said he very much hesitated enough to publish, not to publish what went on. But he felt he needs to clear his name, and he published. It's interesting. The Balatanya brings a quote from: "He says, you know, I didn't know, I, I don't know whether I should make these things public or not, but I have instructions from Reb the Rav Zish, who everybody sees in terms of Oyv Yisrael and so on, um, you know, pure Told him, Zalmanke, don't keep quiet because people will misunderstand your quiet." Tell people the truth as you see it. And he wrote a very sharp letter describing the exchange between himself and a And it is a very sharp and it's it's quite uh, it's quite disturbing to read it. The um the the, 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 the Ketusha Slave, is about this shift. So we all have stories about how uh, you know Avisral and, and Saneg and so on which he was but he wrote, he was on the Balatanya side, even though Balatanya was a different approach, but he wrote back to the Kaloska very strongly against the fact that he came out against the Balatanya, and, and he writes the letter justifying the Balatanya from A to Z, that, that, that he's Kurdish Muram and this and that, very, also some very sharp letters. But those were two battles that really, really, I think, in many ways, it's fascinating. He never made up with them. With the with the who basically had gotten him into trouble in a way where he could he could have been killed easily, um, he, he he didn't have that he he said hold off keep your cool, and um, you know be be but with his own rebbeim and so on, you know I don't know what the circumstances were I know but 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 it's in his letters that he prints it's it's, it's in the letters that were written to Far name with a lot of the details and and uh, very distressful. His end was terrible. He, in 1812, um, Napoleon decided to invade Russia. Most of, many of the Jews welcomed Napoleon. Um, Napoleon was uh, very eccentric, but the one thing that was good, he believed in equal equality and Jews in France enjoyed um, tremendous uh, rights. The, joy, the Jews in Russia didn't enjoy very much rights. So neither did many Russians. But but it was Russia was wretched, miserable, and 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 everything. And people people were not to, to want the Napoleon was civilized. And it was a whole different world. The um, uh, I mean the, the Tsar Alexander had had made the first series of Jew which which threw a lot of Jews out of livelihood. He he displaced tens of thousands of Jews with. a with a law that Jews can't live in small towns, they can't own bars and, and, and motels, which was the main parnassa, and so on. And yet, the Balatanya said that um, he, we need to support Russia at all costs. He and he was with other rabbis. He said, um, the Tsar the will torture our bodies, but Napoleon will take away our Neshamas he said, if the Jews fall under Napoleon's dominion, they will disappear. And he was right. The Jews in France disappeared. There, there, are, no, there, are, no from Jew, there are no Jews in, in France today that were there from before. You have the um, Spartim who emigrated after the war from, from Morocco and Algeria, many of them. You had a handful of German Jews who lived in Strasbourg, which flew back and forth from Germany and France but that was it the, 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 the old time French Jews all disappeared, assimilated nothing was left of it. not a zecher. Um, in Russia Jews suffered terribly most of them emigrated at some point or other but at the end of the day something was left over um, and he supported Napoleon in the beginning was very victorious and the Balatanya had to run away from him and the Balatanya was he was in his 60s late 60s and he spent a year running he, he had a whole entourage of, of kids and mishpacha <coughs> and he had to run to deep russia the conditions were horrible he, he stayed at homes of peasants who were dirty filthy barbaric and really ev- everything was was horrendous and he was pushed a, a a refugee running from place to place and finally in 1813 um it uh, he, he, he his body gave he was sixty six sixty seven not 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 that old, he was late sixties, and um, and he was nifted in a tiny hole someplace Hodetz, and that was it. Um, it was, it, 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 it was an incredible and in Kali I mean it, it was the the, the, the beginning of Chasidus, its hardest years. He was definitely one of the great figures it's very hard to say that Khsidas as a whole followed the pattern of his derech chesidus as a whole at the end didn't follow his derech they were a lot more like the kalaska said they appealed to a bigger hamaynam they they encouraged a lot of emotional um input and you know singing and dancing and 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 a lot of you know, activities and so on. Um so the derech itself of Chassidus didn't follow his derech. My I mean in Europe, my father remembers in Kovna, which was later they had a small cloise of about fifteen Chabad Hasidim, but each one was more Khosh than the other one. Extremely they they were very deeply intelligent people, um very it's more than just intelligent. they they, they worked on on keeping their emotions totally under control of the machshava and their Iker was learning these mamarim and, and being Misamic in it and you have to know, you have to know, you have to understand um, one of the Rebbes said that learning Hasidus needs the discipline of a Gemara mind and the imagination of an artist and 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 that was true. Th- there was there was a lot of intellectual depth to it, and an extraordinary amount of emotional depth. And that was his point. But 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 the way he presented it, it could only be there for I mean, he himself was was a talmud chacham, an incredible talmud chacham. I mean, his shafar harav is an incredible work. He wrote um His his are incredible works of 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 chachma and das and so on. Um, it's also his, you know, even though they're very deep and They're lot. <coughs> they're not dry. It's there's a fire in it. That's a, a real fire. That's sort of it, it, You you hear a person who's on fire in it. it. It it takes a lot of understanding You need to know it's a whole vocabulary and it's a whole uh, it, it, There's a whole lexicon of terminologies and and and, 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 and ideas, but at the bottom it's, it's, there's, there's, there's somebody on fire who's, who's thinking it. it it's incredible. He, he lived his own life, was very ascetic. He didn't let his, I mean, one, he knows one of his children when it was a chassan had a fur collar. He tore it off and he said, it's maestros. He said, something which is there only for to be fancy. It's not a better quality shirt, but it's just an ashman. He was very, very ascetic. Um, a lot of his mamarim are against. You know, Gufnius and so on, that's a lot of his letters. He writes someplace about people should give money for other people that were starving. And he says, Chayecha's Kaidmin is right. But when your is nice clothing and, and expensive food, and someone else Chayecha is bread and water, it's not Chayecha versus Chayecha. He said, People should give up, of, you know, anything that's a luxury should be given up for other people who are hungry. He demanded that and he, and he demanded Stucka very strongly and he would he asked that the Rav in every town should estimate how much money each person should give and that becomes binding he was very very strident about it he um, he, he was very he, he did not like the people cult around him didn't want people to flock around him it, it, it bothered him it took away from his time for Hashem. Um, but as a person within the Hasidus movement He's from the from the very biggest, um, if not the biggest. They're, 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 his his sheer claimer in, in 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 everything it definitely stands apart. It's it's a whole different world of of who and what. He had to fight these tremendous battles. People were write of him for a quarter of a century They that that he was involved with the Machlux, with the msnagdim, and always always kept suffering. Every letter he writes about it is darke Sholem. And 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 to, and to be uh, neardof and so on and so forth. His own sorrow is to end his life with with such tremendous akumis like, um you know, battles and struggles and, and um, running away. It's 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 sort of he, he ends his life uh, hmm. running away and dying nowhere. It's it's an, it's an incredible for someone who had over a hundred thousand chasidim. And and was Marshal keeper, and then to to run away, and uh, history proved him right. Napoleon's Napoleon's uh, France was was a death trap for all the Jews there, even though conditions were good and nice. Um, but his um, it, it, his legacy is more of a, of of a of a person who was an Oyvira Hashem. And Avaidas Hashem in its most intense form, he was very, very serious, tremendously against the, the, the kidding around and the and the joking, this and that. Very a lot of letters on those lines. Sitting just like, like yeah, the other, you know, joke around a little bit and horse around a little bit, and he writes very, very sharply. Again, again and again, these are things he writes over and over and over again. And um and the Sefer Tanya lemaise in as as a work giving over a mahalach in Avaid Hashem. It's an incredible work, it, it stands again, it stands in a league of its own. No other Sefer has that type of developed mahalach in many areas. It's not a mahalach that's accessible to many of us, it's it's a very unusual mahalach. But it's a mahalach that requires a tremendous madriga and, and it's a whole mahalach. Um, and uh, it's it's for many years afterwards, it, it followed, it, until the 20th century basically, it followed the mahalach and they basically set a set that avodah should be long and intense, it should be fed by s- sichthias and learning mamarim rather than just this, and people should be focused basically on developing themselves. The, the, the change in philosophy was a late change, it was a change that happened in the, towards the, you know, in somewhere in the, in the 20th century. But until that time, it did follow that avodah. It, it was a Derek of yechidim in many ways, but yechidim schooler. and uh, his, the outside is Hovdala and um, we supposed to I guess, that's the... Okay. <makes noise> what? <laughs>